You're listening to the Social Spectrum Podcast with Gina Galliotto. Here we prove that success on social media and in entrepreneurship is not one size fits all and discuss thriving online through the lens of different personality types, lifestyles, and neurodiversity. Success lives on a spectrum, so your impossible search for the one right way to grow your online business ends here. On the Social Spectrum Podcast, we'll unfold your right way instead. Let's dive in. Alrighty, welcome to the first episode of the Social Spectrum Podcast. I literally can't believe those words just came out of my mouth. This is such a full circle moment, and you're going to get to hear all about why that is in this episode. Today, I'm sharing my full story, all the things that led me here from being a telemarketer to being a full-time content creator and entrepreneur, and three decisions I made on one random day that changed the entire trajectory of my life. Before we get into it, though, I just I have to stop and tell you that the fact that you are spending your time with me right now listening to this episode, it's unreal. I don't have the words to thank you, whether you're cooking or you are in the car or on a walk or working out, whatever you're doing right now. Thank you so much for making me a part of it today. Okay, I'm going to stop blabbering now and we're going to get to the good stuff. So let's get into it. So in order for you to get the full picture, I do want to share a bit about my early background. This is back in high school. I'm 28 now, by the way. So I grew up right in the middle of the Instagram travel influencer era, and I was extremely passionate about travel. I still am. And I realized that a traditional job wouldn't allow me to go see the world for myself, to learn other perspectives, etc. And That's kind of when I really started picturing myself inside of the content creator lifestyle because I saw these travel influencers traveling the world for a living. And I thought maybe I could do that or something similar, just maybe. And that's when the seed was really planted. So fast forward to college, I graduated high school in 2013. And in college, I'm completely overwhelmed by the educational system and honestly, just by like the new freedom that comes with college, you know, and Being neurodivergent, which I did not know at the time, but being neurodivergent, it did take me years and years to learn to manage my executive dysfunction. And even though I was like an expert procrastinator and I would manage to pull out decent work with half-ass effort, it started to get really hard. And I developed horrible anxiety because I felt like no matter what I did, I just couldn't get on top of anything, like from school to my emotions, to my health, like anything. I feel like I couldn't get on top of it. And that experience just further solidified that I wanted and needed a non-traditional career path. I needed something that wasn't pre-built for a certain type of person or one without a rigid system. So fast forward again to 2017, and I'm a super senior in college, which if you don't know, that means I was in my fifth year of college, essentially. And that was because of multiple changes in my major and because of multiple failed courses. And at this time, I think that I'm going to graduate at a certain time, right? I'm in my final semester. It's all lined up and looking like that's going to happen, which was perfect because my now husband, but my at the time boyfriend, Austin, and Austin and I were planning this big trip to New Zealand and Fiji for right after we graduated and everything was already booked. Okay. And it turns out I don't graduate. I was going to exempt multiple classes by taking this one big test so that I could, you know, graduate a little bit earlier than I would have. And it turns out I didn't get the grade I needed on the test to exempt the amount of classes that I needed to exempt. So I leave college anyway, and I go on this trip with Austin 
And he agrees to help me try to take my travel content dreams seriously for social media on this trip so that I could give my travel influencer dreams a go. And before the trip, I purchased and studied tons of social media resources for months and months. I had Austin agreeing that he was going to be like my Instagram boyfriend and taking pictures with me and of me. And I was finally ready to give my social media dreams a try now that I was so close to actually facing going into the work field. And I remember a moment in New Zealand when Austin and I were road tripping on a moped from Queenstown to Glenarchy. And we stopped at this stunning beach. We were the only two people there. And I had a moment because before then I had been so insecure about the thought of posting like an influencer. I didn't want to come off as cringy, et cetera, et cetera. And in this moment, something just came over me where I felt like even though I didn't know how or when I was going to make it happen, I just like knew I was going to be a full-time content creator one day. And this was like a really odd feeling for me because before that moment and multiple times after it, admittedly, I had always really lacked that confidence that this was really going to work out. So of course, the trip was absolutely amazing. Even further solidifying that I wanted a career that would allow for that lifestyle. Well, at the beginning of 2018, we come home from the trip and I start posting all of my content that Austin and I had taken together in New Zealand and Fiji. Meanwhile, Austin and I are living between my parents' house and Austin's parents' house. And Austin got a job pretty much immediately in insurance. And I didn't get one for like four to six months. So during those four to six-ish months that I can't remember, I'm posting all of our travel content during that time, right? Trying to make shit happen. But at the time, I had no real idea what I was doing. So even though we managed to capture some pretty good content visually, while we were away. And that content did end up getting a lot of likes. Like I had about 600 followers on that account and I was getting like 300 to 600 likes per post, which is a good engagement rate. And you can actually still go back and find those posts on my personal account if you want. It's at Gina M. Frick and you can browse those travel photos. But yeah, I was getting the likes, I was getting the comments, but I was not getting the follows. I still have about 600 followers over on that account if you go look. Because again, I had the visuals down, but the community building, no, not so much. Did not have it down, which is actually hilarious thinking about it now because now community building is my jam and I'm like, what are aesthetics? I do not know those. (laughs) So anyway, how the tables turn. I end up running out of photos from the trip to post, right? Obviously, I'm not there anymore. And I only have a set amount of photos. And at this point, I had gotten a job at a company called Quick Weight Loss. Let that sink in. I genuinely feel like the title of the company says enough about how miserable of a place that it was. But I will help you paint the picture, okay? Because if I had to live it, then you can hear about it. (laughs) So the way it worked is that me and a few other counselors, quote unquote, slash salespeople would sit in an office all day calling current and past clients. The majority of my job was telemarketing, like 90% of it was telemarketing. We were required to use a script during those calls that was essentially designed to make the person on the other end feel like crap about themselves. And then every once in a while, the clients would come in person to get weighed and we would sit down with the client and discuss what they've been eating, et cetera, et cetera. Picture 90s mom Weight Watchers weigh-in meetings, but worse, like definitely worse. Anyway, after quote-unquote counseling this person on their weight, 
we would then try to sell them our boxed protein snacks that were absolutely full to the brim with chemicals and soy. And then we would get calls from our boss asking us how much we've sold that day, literally every single day at 2 p.m. What are your sales today? And it was just like this vicious cycle because obviously I hated what I was doing. Like, I don't want to paint myself as this villain. (laughs) I hated what I was doing and I hated the situation, but like, obviously we all have to work and it's the job that I got. And yeah, so it was miserable for just absolutely everybody involved. I was unfortunately promoted to assistant manager and then manager of the store pretty quickly and was working nine to seven, Monday through Saturday not including the inevitable clocking in early and leaving late. And by the end of my time working there, I was being paid less than a Chick-fil-A employee would be being paid per hour. I remember I did the math one day while me and another coworker were sitting there miserable. We were like, how much would we be paid if we quit and walked across the street and got a job at (laughs) Chick-fil-A? So I was going through it at this time, like full-on existential crisis, thought I was going to spend the next 40 years of my life spending eight hours per day miserable. And this is what led to that day where I made those three decisions that changed my life. I was sitting there at work one day thinking about how much I hated my job. I'll never forget there was this fluorescent light flickering above my head and it was like overstimulating me. I was already in a bad place mentally. And then like physically, this light was just like pissing me off. (laughs) And I remember just like hitting this little breaking point mentally. And I opened my desk drawer and I pulled out my calculator and I was like, just for funsies, I'm going to calculate how many hours my ass would literally be sitting in this desk chair if I stayed at this job until I retired. So I thought for a moment, I was 24 years old at the time, I think around 24 and retirement's at 65, right? And I worked at least eight hours per day, at least five days per week. That was definitely minimum. I began like punching all these numbers in my calculator and I just got more and more shocked as I realized what the numbers were coming out to. If I was going to work for 41 more years for eight hours per day, five days per week, that's 82,000 more hours sitting there at work. And I'm no mathematician. So when I first saw that number, it didn't really mean anything to me until I continued doing the math. And I realized that's nine years of time. Nine years of my life would be just spent sitting there in that desk chair, miserable, if I stayed in that situation. That didn't include the commute there and back each day. It didn't include the extra hours I always put in. It it didn't include the lunch breaks that I was forced to have there. And I just, I remember at that point when I realized it would be nine years of my life, I went to the bathroom and I cried. Like I cried a lot, like ugly cry. Okay. and. In hindsight, I'm sure my coworkers totally heard me and just pretended like they didn't when I came out of the bathroom. But I do remember, and I still have the screenshot of this text. I sent my husband a text message and I said, quote, if you add up the 10 hours per day, five days per week that we do not see one another because of work, we lose 12 years of being together by the time we're 65 and retired. Let that really sink in. And I'm looking at the screenshot right now. And Austin responded back, haha, dear God, I can't stand for that. <laughs> and it, you know, it seems like a funny interaction, but it actually did create a lot of life changing moments. It planted a lot of life changing seeds. And that's the day that I did make those three decisions that 
changed my life. And those decisions were one that staying stuck was 1000 billion percent simply not an option. And I know, you know, we can tell ourselves that as much as we want, but on this day, I was pretending like it was off the table that I a hundred percent had to find something else to do with my life, no matter what. And so that mindset shift was huge. The second decision that I made was that I was done being afraid. I was done wondering if I would look cringy if I pursued my dreams, done being afraid of failing in front of people, all of it. And that was so important because I really always held myself back with fear. I always kind of just told myself I was this average, mediocre person and student and worker, etc. But really, I was just afraid to really apply myself. So that was a huge one for me. And then the third decision was that others needed to know about all of these decisions and revelations that I just had as well. And, you know, as much as I'd like to tell you that this story continues with me wiping away the tears from my bathroom breakdown and marching up to my boss and quitting right then and there, it, you know, that would make such a better story. But I didn't do that. That didn't happen. I couldn't do that at the time. Instead, I did though spend the following weeks and months talking my coworkers and husbands and friends and families ears off about how we did not have to live this way. If we didn't want to, we could get out and how I was going to get out. I didn't know what type of business I really wanted to have. And even if I did know at that time, I had no idea how I was going to you know, learn to build it and run it from the ground up. I just knew it was time to take my first step. And, you know, though I had run out of travel content from the trip long ago, and I had already stopped posting on that personal account, I had really picked up a love for photography because all of that practice and pursuit of my travel influencer dreams, especially since at the time, photos were so much more emphasized on Instagram. I mean, you know, remember, these are the days when people even still used the term influencer and when TikTok hardly existed, if at all. So it was all about photo content. And so in December of 2018, Austin bought me a nice professional Sony camera and I started practicing with it on friends and family. And as we know, COVID did hit a few months later in 2019. Now, at this time, I'm still working at Quick Weight Loss. However, I had gone part-time to finish school online and was just days away from quitting actually to start a different part-time job that I had just gotten and it was remote and I had been searching for a remote job because I knew that that was going to be one step closer to allowing me to pursue the lifestyle that I dreamed of. And so I'm days away from quitting. And then one day I'm at home, we get a Zoom call from Quick Weight Loss and it's an automated message and it plays and it's letting us know that the company has gone bankrupt and that we were all out of jobs. There were dozens of us on the call. When the automated message ended, we were literally. It's not funny, <laughs> but we were literally all just left there staring at each other. And like, cause a real person didn't tell us this. It was just, it was a robot that played. And then the message ended and we're all just staring there and people are slowly logging off. And in hindsight, it's actually quite hilarious. So I didn't get my big quitting moment that I had always envisioned, but I was extremely, very, very fortunate to have had a job lined up just before then. And this job was also in the health and fitness area. And though it was going to be remote, me making calls from home, they were a fitness center. So they were shut down during COVID, of course. So this meant that while I had an agreement signed with them to get started working with them, eventually when things opened up, I wasn't working for a chunk of time. 
as I waited for that. And so this really helped me to finish up my online classes and I did finally get my degree. Yay. Now, during this time is when I also started taking photography more seriously because I had the time and I had been getting a lot better with my camera. And so I started charging for my photography services. And at first it was just some like side income while I waited for my next job to start. But then I started getting asked more and more by people in my world if they could pay me to take photos for them. And so I was down, obviously, being on this new venture to be an entrepreneur or to, you know, to take my own destiny into my own hands. And so around January 2020, I even started something on my personal Instagram account called Tutorial Tuesdays, where each Tuesday I would share a Lightroom photo editing tutorial on Instagram. And guys, when I tell you no one on my personal account asked for or cared about this, I mean it. No one cared about this, but I loved it. And it just felt instinctual to educate on social media for me. And I just started doing it. And so fast forward to September 2020, I had started with my new job, but I think it was pretty minimal hours still because of COVID, if I recall. And I officially launched a photography website and a photography Instagram account. Again, this is September 2022. And I decided I was going to turn this into my career now because it was going well. I thought if content creation wasn't going to be it, then this was still closer than a traditional job. And I even thought I'd specialize in photographing influencers for a while. And I partnered with an influencer in Houston to promote my business. So I was still very much in that social media mindset. And as I was running the Instagram for my photography business, it gave me the opportunity to let go of that like imposter syndrome and the fears I had around social media, such as posting like an influencer or like an authority and talking to the camera, which was a huge, huge hurdle for me. But I was able to start overcoming those on this account because one, my friends and family hadn't found it yet. I hadn't told anyone yet. And two, having like a strong niche and a purpose again, you know, before I had travel and I felt confident posting about that, but then now having a solid niche like photography to share about, it made me feel more confident in what I was sharing. It made it feel more relevant and like it wasn't just all about me, which just, I don't know, it lessened the cringe factor for me. And so both of those things gave me the confidence I needed to at least start actually applying everything I had learned about content creation and social media throughout the years because I never stopped studying resources and other successful creators in all this time. And And again, my instinct on this new account, it was to educate and that instinct kicked in. And instead of just posting my photography with like a one-liner caption, I also started educating in my captions about the things that I was learning and navigating as a new entrepreneur trying to succeed online, specifically in the photography world at this time. And this ended up fueling my photography business. And I was booking out my weekends with photo sessions, all with just organic social media marketing and then working my other job during the week. And around January of 2021 is when I took to TikTok as well to share my experience as a photographer there too. My third post got about 20,000 views. And I remember by this time, Austin and I had moved into our first home and we were sitting on the couch watching the numbers in shock over this 20,000 views, right? Because I was so excited. Like if content creation was my dream all along and 20,000 views, especially at that time, like it wasn't as common. And then by March, I had gone viral on TikTok with over a million views. 
was starting to gain traction as far as followers over there and was even already making an income from brand collaborations. And eventually I had other beginner photographers starting to reach out to me asking for more and more in-depth information about how I was doing all of this. And my answer was always social media. It was always social media because that's all I was using. And so photography, it was a really great way to fuel my creativity and dip my toe into the independence that entrepreneurship can offer. But it took so much out of me. And I don't know if it is because I'm a low energy person. I am neurodivergent, but traveling to the shoot locations, socializing with the clients, even though they were amazing, it's just hard when you are a low energy kind of introvert type person. It's exhausting. And then doing hours of editing and customer service on the back end. I just realized I was quickly starting to not enjoy it anymore. And my whole purpose for starting my own thing was to live a fulfilled life, something, do something that I enjoyed. And so as the months went by, I just realized that my heart still lied where it always had, which was with social media. And so on May 24th, 2021, I announced to my social media community on my business photography Instagram account and on TikTok that I was going to be changing my niche from photography to discussing what I know about social media, sharing my journey at attempting content creation full-time, entrepreneurship, et cetera. And in July of 2021, Austin and I got married. And when I got back from our honeymoon, I officially announced that I was quitting my job and I was going to pursue content creation full-time. And I was in a really privileged position to be able to do this. I had already been working part-time at that time because the other position just never recouped enough from COVID to be able to bring me on full-time. And we knew that we could live off of Austin's income for a bit if my whole thing didn't pan out. But I did feel confident because I was making more than I was at my part-time job already for a few months in a row from brand collaborations. And so at that point, you know, I was pretty much full in it from there. I mean, I really threw myself into my business. And a month later, I officially launched my social media resources to help other people with their socials as well. Because I was just overwhelmed with all of the possibility, all of the people that I could help. Because I think a lot of us, whenever we do educate on social media, a lot of the times our ideal client or follower is a past version of us. And that's what I get to do now is guide you through this journey and to your dreams and hopefully even beyond um, what I've done. And so it's really special to be in this position and to be talking to you right now. And so since then, since August of 2021, when I did launch my social media resources and started my business, GG Social, I've grown to over 110,000 followers across my social media platforms. I've made over $100,000 in revenue from my social media alone. I've helped hundreds of students and businesses succeed on social media. I've partnered with multi-billion and trillion dollar brands. Can't believe that I'm saying that. Someone pinch me. Brands such as TikTok and Microsoft. And I've also had the opportunity to cultivate relationships with absolutely incredible humans, other creators, businesses, people like you. and. You know, people who at the beginning of this story, I absolutely never would have dreamed that I could be associated with them. And so 
All of that being said, I know that's such a long story, but I do think the beauty of the story is that it's long. You know, thanks for sticking with me to the end, by the way. But I think it's so important to understand that while big opportunities can happen overnight, for example, me going viral a few times, those happen quickly, but success doesn't happen overnight. You know, you heard the years of social media attempts and studying that I went through before that. And, you know, success is truly ever evolving because we have different perspectives of what success means to us as we grow and as we change as people and as our journeys shift. And so, yes, you could go viral tomorrow, but if you do, the work isn't done. You know, you haven't reached your destination. It's what you do with that opportunity that would measure your success, right? And I think that's a really big sentiment that I would love you to take away from this episode. If anything, it's that success is a journey. It's not a destination. And I know that sounds cliche, but truly success lives on a spectrum. It's something different for everyone at all times. Your meaning of it right now will be different than it is in three years. And so if you focus on the day by day and you do the best you can with any opportunity that arises, that's how you're going to enjoy the journey. Thank you so much for tuning in to my very first episode of the Social Spectrum Podcast. I can't wait to keep hanging out with you each week. If you liked this episode, it would make my day to hear about it. Please don't hesitate to share your thoughts on Instagram and tag me at Gina Galliotto or shoot me a DM letting me know so I can continue sharing episodes you love. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to the Social Spectrum Podcast and leave a five-star review so we can stay in each other's worlds. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Until next time, friend.